Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is a Virgin Media Originals podcast series. Welcome to Hooked On, I'm a Celeb, with me, Fanula J. If you're a new listener, welcome along. Please like and subscribe. You're so welcome here. Make hot beverage. Join us. It was another day in Welsh paradise for the celebs. The newcomers had a terrible night's sleep, while AJ and Vernon worried they had shockingly bad morning breath. Priorities. Ruthie and Russell had to convince the others with a series of pranks, and Jordan flew solo in the latest trial, The Trapped Door. Joining me with a look back on all the action is comedian Emma Doran and fellow comedian and podcaster Tom O'Manny. You're both very welcome. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you, Fanila. Thanks for having us. What a whopper episode. Every time, like they, they're just getting longer. We're gonna, I'm going to be watching in two nights time and they're going to be four hours long. Just the, it's a lot happening. There's a lot happening and it also seems like there's not a lot happening. It's still all very <laughs> nicey-nicey. Um, everyone is still getting along very well. As we just mentioned there, Ruthie and Russell newbies, they didn't sleep incredibly well. Though I did notice... And I know there's been some discussion about whether he's nice, whether he's not, mainly on this podcast. I did find it a bit licky that he was like, yeah, I didn't sleep very well. But you know what? It was just it was just great to wake up amongst all these all the celebs and see them all here. I was just a bit like, OK, OK, Russell. I think that was code for I'm delighted to be making a few pound, lads. And thanks for having <laughs> me. It's because uh, he ain't singing no mm. place or making no money right now. So he's delighted. Hey, if they offered that to myself and Emma, we'd be in there like Flint eating whatever ducks arses they wanted. I'm not joking with you. Whatever. Yeah, they want. <laughs> not with arses, but yeah, a couple of hundred quid over there. <laughs> <laughs> now I thought, do you know, uh, really? Mm-hmm. I think that's where it's going to kick off because I don't know if you saw kind of early on, there was a bit where Victoria said to her, um, you know, like kind of head tilty, have you settled in? And Ruthie said, yeah. And she goes, really? <laughs> <laughs> it's the head tilty one direction and back where it's like Regina George. So it's like, mm, oh, so you're settling in well, is it? Yeah. Is it? Are you? Are you? Are you sure? Because I think everyone likes me more. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> and they're Ruthie and him. They're quite similar. They're kind of like theatrical, similar background, a bit lovey or whatever. And now from doing the pranks together, they'll definitely be like little buddies. So I think Ruthie's going to be the one that's going to dismember the nicey nicey, even though she's nicey nicey. There can only be one nicey nicey person, and I already think Victoria has filled that role. And I just think the sleep and kind of how rough and ready everything is, is going to get to Ruthie more than some of the others, just based off on kind of little things she's given so far, these yeah. little kind of signs. I'm not sure. What do you think, Tom? If I know anything about congregating for long periods in closed areas <laughs> with theatrical people, like most Christmases, I have to, I, I do a panto down in Limerick. I'm not doing it this year. 
it doesn't work for me to be in a bubble with 18 panto people for that length of time because <laughs> you would have seen I'm a celebrity without me I being an actual celebrity murdering 17 fucking people <laughs> and it wouldn't have taken me a week of eating badger's holes or anything like that I would have just wrecked the gaff inside 24 hours I can, I can promise you Ruthie is going to murder somebody before the end of this or Russell, he's going to just knife somebody, just come up like a sniper or SAS out of the river or whatever and just cut somebody's throat. They, those people will not last. The cold will kick in. The hunger will kick in. They're going to they're gonna murder somebody. But I mean, Shane's been pretty chill so far and he's like technically in the same character. Like, could we potentially see him going on a murder spree, nah. Emma? Is that the case? No. Now, I love Shane, but I have my suspicions that he's actually the person responsible for spreading coronavirus because he cannot <laughs> now I have I have facts to back this up he cannot stop touching people you want my darling touch 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 he's constantly touching people all the time and you know in him and Beverly who I find it hard to call her Beverly because my heart she'll always be a lot of that but when they were doing the trial together the challenge they were talking about the chains is that oh, just not my spare room? Wait, wait. I say, keep the guy it. is I'm still so... in Butlins, isn't he? He's still in Butlins. <laughs> like. Have you got chains hanging up? Yeah, reminds me of the spare bedroom at home. Fifty Shades of Shane. A clip there from I'm a Celeb, courtesy of ITV Studios. Like 48 hours with him. Like, Can you just give it a rest, Shane? You know what I mean? So I don't think he'll go on a rampage, but I think somebody will kill him. So we said, just get your fucking hands off me. With it. It's like, do you know, has anyone worked in a pub? And have you worked in a pub, Fanua? I haven't, no. But you've probably worked like serving I've been people. in a pub. Yeah, you know what a pub is. You remember what pubs are. I'm familiar you with the pub, yes. He used to work in a pub and there'd be those particular kind of elf fellas that'd be in and they'd say, oh, give us a smile there. I wouldn't, you'd look a lot better if you smiled or not. And you had to smile, <laughs> make that smile back. And you walk away, it's like, prick. He's one of them. But I still oh, love is, him. Yeah. I yeah. still love him. And the other thing I feel about Shane, now I don't have research to back this up, but you know, he's, <laughs> he's, he's so many innuendos and ooh, ooh, all this Still calling himself a cheeky chappy. He's in his fifties. Like that should stop early. You're being kind to him there. I think in his fifties. But because he talks about sex, well, you know, in the so much, I'm convinced that he's the type that would just be like going soft the whole time and just blame the pints. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm amazed you actually recognise Bev. I thought it was Rocky Dennis on the other side of the York. <laughs> what has she done to her head? She looks like someone. She looks like she's been in an accident and stopped. I think it's allergies. Is it allergies? I hope she got stung. Yeah. Well, she got stung all over her head. Good lord! No, even Jim no, wouldn't reckon. Even Jim wouldn't have a go at that anymore. <laughs> oh my Good lord! Moving swiftly along, you have sullied this podcast, Tom and Emma, and I'm not impressed. Let's get back to normal <laughs> service. Um, the secret task that uh, Ruthie was sent on with that jester portrait with the foot fetish, um, basically this talking portrait in the camp gave her secret pranks to carry out in order to win all of the celebs' luxury items. Ruthie, over here. Is somebody talking to me? I am the one and only... The original jester of this here castle. Oh, Lord in heaven. 
today, I will be setting you some secret pranks to complete for my amusement. A clip there from I'm a Celeb, courtesy of ITV Studios. And her first prank was to get a foot massage off Jordan, which as I've already said, I think the portrait enjoys too much. And mm. also, like Jordan is actually just too precious for this world. Like when she's like, oh, my, my foot's all locked in. And Jordan's like, oh, yeah, no bothers. Like he was quick off the mark and just I... I love him. He is, protect him at all costs. He's so precious. And I tell you, as soon as his voice breaks, he's going to be an absolute darling, isn't he? Good <laughs> Lord. How does a 30-year-old man still sound like that? He seems lovely and he seems very <laughs> endearing in life, but there's just a whack of foundation level mats off him. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you found him in a room, Emma, by himself, just his mouth hanging open, just standing mm. there doing absolutely nothing, you wouldn't be in any way surprised. Like he's no. just one, yeah, he's one of them lads. And what was the crack with that? Could they have gotten an actual Welsh person to play the portrait thing? They got like Alan Carr to do this weird Welsh accent. Would you mind if you just rubbed your feet? You're, uh, you, come on, you're in Wales. You couldn't have found a Welsh yeah. person to do this creepy jester thing. Just what was going on with that? Yeah, you'd think there'd be no, no shortage of them. But anyway, again, clearly pulled an intern somewhere because someone forgot to hire an actual Welsh person. They were like, oh, just do a voice there. It's fine. It doesn't matter. It's only a, it's only a secret <laughs> challenge. Um, as we said, Jordan succeeded. And then the uh, Castle Coin Challenge happened. Shane and Beverly went off and took part. And it was a spot the difference game. They found two sheds in a clearing in the woods. And they basically had to work out what the difference was between their two sheds. But they couldn't see the other person person's shed if that makes sense and during that time we discovered that Shane Ritchie like past contestant Joy Essex can seemingly not tell time because as we've already covered mentally he is still in Butlins and in his head <laughs> do you know what do you know what in his head the song that is constantly playing is the dart song and it's like da, 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 and that's all that's going on in his head do you know like Homer with the monkey in his head that's yeah. Yeah. that yeah, was yeah, extremely yeah. enjoyable though I love them together they're, they're very likeable aren't they but when he couldn't tell the time, I was like, remember we were saying like he used to do the Daz doorstep ch- challenge. I don't know whether back in the day there was the same regulations. Maybe there was fumes off all that Daz and it's just, it's it's messed him up a bit like. It looks, the stuff that wrecked his brain looks like Daz, Emma, but it ain't Daz. <laughs> I feel like I'm overseeing two bold children tonight. I'm not going to lie. Like constantly like, oh my God. But anyway, they, they did very well. They got there in the end. In fairness, they, like, I don't think anyone ever loses the Castle Coin Challenge. But anyway, they went off to uh, Kiosk Cledwin, um, our new friend, and they were offered the choice between, what was it? Ready Salted Crisps and Custard, and custard creams. creams. And they immediately went for the Custard Creams, which I believe was the right choice because Ready Salted Crisps um, don't taste like anything. Agree or disagree? Agree. No, you're, you're absolutely right. I mean, if you ever, if you find yourself married to somebody who turns around and says, I like Ready Salted Crisps, that's it. It's, it can be annulled immediately, <laughs> actually, in law. I, d- I didn't know if you know that, but it's a true thing. They picked that and thought they were well on the way to getting it. But little did they know that Ruthie was actually still undercover with the weird pervert Jester. Um, and he basically got her to get Russell involved. So the two of them were involved. And to win the next few luxury items, they had to convince the rest of the campmates to vote for the wrong answer in the Castle Coin question, which was, what was Shakespeare's baptismal name? And the options were William, which was the right answer. And the other one was Walter. And I don't know how they did it. 
but they did it. They basically, Ruthie was like, it's not going to be the obvious answer. Like, it's, I'm telling you right now and blah, blah, blah. And even Russell admitted in the Bush Telegraph that he was like, I can't believe how easy that was. And I I burst my whole laugh when he said it because I don't think anyone could. It was just, it was like watching a horror movie, but in the best kind of way. I have a sneaky suspicion how they managed to convince them all in half a second. They're all thick as shit. Simple as that. <laughs> You hold your hand up in front of a dog for long enough, it'll sit down like, uh, it's it's water. Is it water? I can't pick water. Like, good Christ almighty. How else are these? If you put 10, 10 or 12 intelligent people in this thing, nobody would watch it. This is just unzipping the tent, throwing in a bunch of monkeys and zipping it back up again and sticking the camera in. <laughs> And just seeing if yeah. they throw enough shit at each other, basically, for throughout the show. That's what we're all hoping. Yeah, I think, like, general knowledge, no. But <laughs> if they were to go to the death in, like, motivational, like, pep talks, mm. like, Vernon and Shay would just be, like, head to head. Do you know what I mean? Like, two little Jack Russells. Like, ah! <laughs> like, I wonder, is it an intelligent thing? Probably to a degree. But also, is it the thing that they are all massively afraid of conflict as well. And they're all being really, there's yeah. still a nicey, nicey element to it where they're, it's like, we are family. Like we cannot fight at all. Like, let's just go with whatever else is saying. Like, I think there is a bit of that as well. Yeah. There has to be, it must be like, in fairness to them, it must be a very strange environment to be in. Or like, you know, when somebody like says the simplest thing, like, oh, I've dropped a spoon. They're like, all jumping up. <laughs> oh my God, sweetheart, sweetheart, you're like, my darling. Like, no, they are totally aware that they have to be nice and make out like they care about every, like, whatever. Come it's, on. It's also, Emma, you know yourself, none of them know where the next gig is coming from. And it might come from one of the other guests. Somewhere down the <laughs> line, they'll ring fair, them up. Yeah. You weren't a total dose on that show. Do you reckon uh, you could host the Cemetery Awards tomorrow night that I can't do <laughs> fuck can I absolutely yeah absolutely 600 quid and a load of ready salted crisps please thank you very much <laughs> oh my god can't wait to see Holly host the cemetery awards now very excited for that um, anyway as we said they successfully convinced them to answer Walter so kiosk Cledwin shot the kiosk Bev was devastated at the loss of the custard creams they went back to camp herself and Shane and they actually thought and I don't get this they all came back and they were like way and Shane and Bev were like no no like we didn't like we didn't win you said Walter you idiots like did you how did you not think of this and Victoria was like no you've hit, hit it's fine it's around the corner isn't it isn't it and Shane and Bev were there like no like you dumb dumb fex like and did you see Shane when he said oh was it he, he was starting to get a bit like pissy. He was like, oh, was this a unanimous decision? And I was like, yeah. oh. This was the thing then. And then like, again, because Russell, like again, played the game really well where he said, oh yeah, you know what? I Like I pushed them all to say it. And Jordan was like, no, no man, no. It was, it was all of us. It was all of us. And I'm like, what did we just just watch? You know, like how easily yeah. bamboozled Jordan might, what is in between those ears? I don't even want to know. Yeah, there's nothing there at all. I do wonder, like Richie came in, that was his first question. Was it unanimous? Was it Was it unanimous? You're like, uh, mm. come on. Did they, <laughs> they, they have a discussion on the way back. Also, 
How did Dick Strawbridge from Escape to the Chateau end up getting a gig as Cledwin? <laughs> just standing in there with it. How did we get knocking more on that? Your man's just standing there, not saying a word. And his phone, he rang, he swings his phone around and just get ready to fall off this crappy. That was such a last minute thing. What the fuck? Oh, we got him to get, we get him to ring through or something. And all of a sudden, <laughs> somebody wheels in this t- dick from fucking. He's out of work. He's in the Chateau in France. Give me a gig with his giant moustache. Yeah. Well done to both of you. That's another four luxury items in the bag. <laughs> it's now time for your final encore. Russell. Yes. This one's for you. Oh, thank you. You must go for a nap and wake up screaming, telling everybody you've seen a ghost. A clip there from I'm a Celeb, courtesy of ITV Studios. Um, Russell's next challenge for luxury items was to convince his uh, fellow campmates that he'd seen a ghost, which I thought wouldn't have been that unbelievable given the reports coming from the staff there saying that they're absolutely scared shitless all the time because Garage Castle is supposed to be like super mega haunted. Um, and he did it successfully. He went away, pretended he was going for a nap. Uh, stood up screaming, said he saw a woman in the corner of the room wearing white and grey hair. Not sure I know who that is. Um, Victoria was having none of it, but all the rest of them again were absolutely had mega heebie-jeebies and they won all the luxury items. Um, do either of you believe in ghosts? Do you reckon you would have been bamboozled? Uh, no, no, what? What? <laughs> and then it was brightly lit. Go. <laughs> there was about 75 cameras everywhere. This yeah. guy's like three feet away from the group and he goes, oh, a ghost. And all these dickheads <laughs> went, oh, a ghost. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck am I watching? You- and did you notice as well, Shane, use that as another opportunity to touch people? He just milled through them. Then, uh, <laughs> it was like he was trying to elbow his way to the front, but kept on elbowing his way around. He's, you're so right. He is definitely a spreader of the highest quality. Big time. You just yeah. an excuse. Up until now, and I still love him. Very warm, very funny. It's kind of not surprising that he is the way he is. But as we said earlier, I'm wondering, is that going to be a thing where it's like, right, do you need to be at the forefront of everything, shouting about something or making some kind of joke where it's yeah. like not really appropriate? Like your man's after lepping out of bed, after seeing a banshee seemingly like, can we can we please have a bit of hush? Like, <laughs> well, you know, you know what any dose, and he's an absolute dose, but he's good crack for five minutes. But as Emma said, like, you know for sure he's in the bar going, what? And you know, like within the way, like his roots are going to show through because the old clear all or whatever it is just for men will run out. And all of a sudden he'll start having a meltdown and all that. Or he'd be like one of those robots that just starts to malfunction. All his cockney phrases, he'd be like, up the yeah. old apple and pears. Up the, and he'd just start breaking down and mixing up yeah. all his cockney slang. And before you know it, somebody's going to have to knife him. Like he would still audition for the part of Danny Zuko in Greece. <laughs> <laughs> and he'd think like, I could definitely get this. Oh well, yeah. oh well, oh well, oh well. Oh, yeah. that's another song that plays in his head, but it's just that bit. It's not the rest of the song. It's just the oh well, oh well. Uh, did she get very far? That's all. Yeah, it is excellent as well. Oh, man, old devil. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So as we'd seen on the previous night's episode, Jordan was nominated again to do the trial. He was uh, very sad about it, but everyone kind of rallied around him. I think everyone was disappointed for him as well, but very encouraging, like Vernon, the usual dad, fatherly figure, telling him he's done it four times before or three times before. This will be his fourth. Um, And the only difference would be that he's doing it on his own. And I just got this like bang of Tiny Tim off poor Jordan because he just seemed like so conscious of letting people down and talking about how close knit they were and this whole thing of the fears about the trial because obviously it's called Trapdoor he didn't know what was going to happen we did um, but obviously our mind goes wild I I just found the whole thing like so sad I want to cry every time Jordan speaks <laughs> It sounds like he's making his confirmation and he's 30 <laughs> years of age with a fucking beard. Are you cutting me? Where the fuck did they get this film? And he, apparently his full-time job is talking on the radio. How the fuck? You'd put, I'd put my car on a fucking wall if I turned that guy on. <laughs> so here we are, everybody. Welcome to Radio 1. What? He's like some weird throwback from fucking Last of the Summer Wine. Like this, he's just hiding behind a flower pot somewhere up in Yorkshire. I can't. He's a fucking dose on legs and he should be... Listen, he should just walk into the fucking sea. The 30-year-old man is still carrying himself like that. Oh, I just get... I can't go up in a lift. The fucking BBC is like 20 stories out. you telling me the fucker walks up to his... Jesus Christ, I'm getting ticked just thinking about him. Pearls, Tom. He's looking pearls. Oh, yeah, I hadn't... Oh, fuck, now just mentioned the curls, Emma. You're absolutely right. I've turned a corner. How can I forget? Of course. Beautiful. (laughs) He's fucking lovely. Yeah, I got it. Totally forgot that yeah get into me pocket Jordan you're lovely he went away anyway and met Anton Deck out in the clear and to do the trial which as we said was called the trapped door Um, like similar kind of thing that's happened over the past few weeks he basically gets to move for a small area and get stars but obviously there's creepy crawlies everywhere he's making his way through this underground tunnel um, and he used to get 12 stars to win all the food for everyone in the camp. He spent a lot of time talking about wraps, the sandwich variety to keep him going. Again, thought that was very endearing. I just love him and his cotton wool brain, to be honest. Um, again, though, for someone who's very scared of confined spaces and previously said he was like, I don't really like getting into lifts. Like, absolutely smashed it. 12 out of 12. Thought he hadn't gotten one of the stars and then jumped out and was like, I've put it in, I've put it in, which is probably what he said to the last person he was fornicating with, I would imagine. Well, hey, Shane Ritchie has infected my brain. Um, but the point I'm trying to make is, is there a game plan here or is it a case of he's, his confidence has just been so boosted from doing the other trials? First of all, mm. is everybody okay with the fact that they found a tunnel underneath the castle in Wales. <laughs> it's a panto set. I mean, come on. And who, 
who has the contract for all these maggots and, and, and cockroaches? Who has the contract? 10,000 of them just went down your man's jocks. That has, that's gotta be, that's gotta be at least 300 quid. Easy. And this is where the segue is coming because that's what got that bollocks through that tunnel. Oh, I'm so scared of in confined places. 12 stars, not a bother. Yeah, yeah, keep it going. Where's my check? You fuck off. No, do you know, I don't, I don't think that like he's scared of everything, but I think he definitely, there's anxiety there. I don't know whether it's a type of uh, stage fright or something, but I, I definitely, feel like there is something there there's something there I don't know. it could be the curls but there's definitely something there. <laughs> the problem is uh, there's nothing there that's kind he's of not, no he's not the, he's not the swiftiest at all but i don't think he's clever i think he he knows that it's probably playing out well for him but i don't think he's clever enough to orchestrate a plan as such i don't think so but, either i don't think that's where his brain no. is at all is he mistaken? You know Vernon's raging. Oh, Vernon oh. is raging because he's what age is Vernon now? He's he's too old to be him. And he, he couldn't carry <laughs> on curls. You know what I mean? Like he could. Like, every time I see Vernon, I'm just like just real Clark Kent vibes off him. I, I don't yeah, know what it is. Teeth keep getting but wider. He's raging yeah. because he can see the magical game that he's that he's played unbeknownst to himself because he's created the. The thing that the best thing you can have on a reality TV show is the journey. Everybody oh. loves the journey, don't they? This yeah. thing, everyone needs the nice like video at the end of all the things they did. You don't want to be like Jessica and Holly's and Giovanna's is going to be two frames long at this point, you know. Whereas yeah. Jordan has like sorrow, he has joy, he has. There's an Academy Award in there somewhere for <laughs> for the journey that he's been on. Maggots, absolutely, just everything. I don't know. I think this is going to be a turning point, though. I don't think he's in the sense that I don't think he's going to be nominated for as much anymore because for the people no. at home, the kind of shitting yourself factor and the fear factor isn't there because he just, whether he's had this mental epiphany or whatever, he's doing really well. And that's not enjoyable for people to watch. People want to see people suffer or do badly. Oh, yeah. Like once you cra- once the celebrity cracks it or is able to do the tasks, it's it's over then. They have to move on to the next person. Mm. Because, like, as you say, there's no, like, okay, yeah, a little bit nervous, but he got 12 stars. It's like, next. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. The crack has gone out of it if they're not actually shitting their pants or getting sick all over themselves. Where's the crack in that? If people are actually doing the thing. (laughs) Where's the crack in that is right. Uh, Vernon and Bev were delighted with him when he came back to camp and he'd said he'd won 12 stars. They were all so proud. Uh, Vernon keeps referring to him as kid. Again, not really sure what's going on there. Bev said that his parents would be so proud of him. I would dispute that. But anyway, they had squirrel for dinner. Not incredibly pleasant, according to a lot of them. Said it was like chewing on rubber bands. Um, Seemed to have a fairly girthy dinner otherwise in terms of like dragon fruit for dessert. I mean, spoiled. And the shit take mushrooms, as Jordan referred to them. Again, I found it very endearing. Tom, I'm sure you were ready to smack your head off a wall at that point. To be fair, the old shit take mushrooms. Now, that's an old gag from a long <laughs> time ago. I'm telling you, this fucker's Tom's pulling like the wall over. Like shit take mushrooms. Yeah, this fucker's been, oh, he's pulling the wool over all your eyes. Guarantee you. He didn't just, yeah, like, he didn't just walk in there. They knew what they were. He's, I'm telling you, I don't trust it. 
I don't trust him. Vernon's dead right to not like him because Vernon had that little sweetheart. Do you know what happens in, in Panto? What happens is you get too old to be the princess anymore. And if you're <laughs> going to hang around, you get pushed into a place that's known as the fairy godmother. Nothing more shameful. But you're hanging around for a paycheck and you still want the attention. And that's <laughs> where we are. Old Curly Sue is the princess at the moment. Vernon is looking down going, Jesus, I was there once. I hate that bastard. Granted, I'm getting the biggest check out of all of you, but I hate that bastard right now. So Vernon might be the one to cut his throat. Just saying, there's going to be a murder. In the immortal <laughs> words of Taggart, there's going to be a but murder. It does look, the castle does look like it's a murder mystery weekend, doesn't it? Yeah, I, I think it's just the fact that it is so set-like in comparison to the jungle which I kind of love and then sometimes I think as Tram said earlier when Russell was doing his thing with the ghost like it does take you out of it a bit because it's like no that's so well lit like your man has a ring light on him like how are we supposed to believe that but all strange in Wales luxury items let's talk luxury items before we get into the celebs one We've had a bit of time to think about this. So what would everyone's luxury item be? Let's start with Emma. Go on, Em. Okay. I haven't thought about it at all, but something has popped into my head now and I'm just going to ruin it. So to be a big lick, to be a big lick hole, do you know what I'd bring in? I'd bring um, an Avon calendar. Oh. Wouldn't that be a big lick thing? And then I could like ask different people if they want to open it that every day. Such a lick thing, but it's so clever because you get the benefit of the sweets, but also you get everyone else in on it as well. You're a genius. Yeah, we can kind of have a little bit of a thing with it, and you know, yeah, it's fairly shit. Like, but I think it's better than some of them. <laughs> Tom, what would yours be? I want to bring in a- an advent calendar as well. <laughs> 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 and open none of the doors not even not, and not let anybody even near it open, and I no open all the doors at once yeah. get everyone excited like oh my god nothing coming out and I I, I think I just could bring in much like your man with his curl, with his hair curl oil. I, I just get moustache oil, even though I don't want it. I just sit there, just stroking it in, just weirding everybody out, much like that jester, just creepishly putting on a bad Welsh accent. <laughs> Hello, my fan Just creeping everybody out. They wouldn't even vote. They'd have to throw me out. Being so pensive, just how are you going to get rid of me? You can't get rid of me. I'm stroking my moustache. On the subject of AJ's curl cream, not that I want to play Mystic Meg here, but I actually mm. said word for word that that would be AJ's luxury item. So I am going to go away and do some draw or enter myself into some raffle and I can't wait to win because I clearly possess psychic powers. What, like, what is his whole spiel of, like his whole spiel of, oh, I brought it in because like my hair's going to get frizzy, obviously. And then in the bush, Telegraph was like, oh, and obviously, do you know, like it just reminds me of home. Pull the fucking other one. It reminds you of the Beauty Island Tesco. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? <laughs> No, there's something, there's something not quite right with him, and he just has this really strange. It's real, like whatever the English equivalent of this, just a wackabilly Barry off him. Because oh yeah, his smile—it's not a smile; it's just a fixed, like glaring grin all the time. And I just feel like saying to him, "Look, no one's gonna like you. No one's gonna like you. Just, just stop." He, he's a, he's a, no, he's a, you're 100% <laughs> right. But what it actually is, Emma, is he's not actually alive at all. He's just no. a sentient robot because that's all dancers are. They're not real people. Billy Barry pretends to grow right. children, but they're all just, they're all just, you know, 
they're all just robots. And that's what they do. They put them in cupboards in the evening, close it up, take them back out. And that's why he's asking things. Like, he's going to eat that curl oil. Do you know that? Like, he's actually not... He doesn't... Yeah. People... He, he has to be preened on a daily basis. He's not going to know what to... He just went, uh, curl oil. Like, what the fuck? Are you joking me? You wouldn't ask for a packet of fags or something, you mad bastard. <laughs> Oh, I'd like something because you know what my hair needs is food. I think my hair <laughs> needs food right now. It would be fuming if you were one of the other people, though, like because a lot of them had very sentimental items. Mo had a picture drawn by his children, which included a terrible uh, recreation of Aunt McPartlin. If I was Aunt, I would be fuming. Uh, Vernon made it very clear that his blanket that he brought in was cashmere, um, and that was from his uh, sofa where he watches TV with family. Like yawn, okay. Uh, Jordan brought a Burnley scarf. Again, the accent is not going to get better over the course of the podcast. I'm really sorry for anyone listening. Um, Victoria brought a photo of her family that obviously made her very emotional. Again, I'd say AJ felt incredibly awkward watching that. Um, Holly had a dressing gown, which was 10 years old. You'd think you'd ask for a new one instead of some rat arse one. But anyway, uh, Beverly had a hairbrush, which is definitely going to do more damage than good at this point. Shane his daughter's Disney princess shower gel and said everyone would smell like Pocahontas after. Mildly problematic. We won't get into it. The podcast is simply not long enough. Um, Jessica brought a mug with the photo of her daughter on it. Really hope no one drops that because there will probably be war. Ruthie brought mascara and rubbed everyone's face in it. Weirdo, weirdo behaviour. Russell <laughs> then with his pillow that had travelled the world with him. It's just a pillow. Get off the stage. And then to round us out, and I'd like some discussion on this, Giovanna brought in an S Club 7 single, specifically Reach, for everyone to play, um, but they can only play it like three times. Like, what What? What was the thought process there, guys? That's the moment I want to see. No. I want to see Emma Dorn in cele- <laughs> I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out Here. The second that one press, come on, Emma, let's go. <laughs> Just- oh, no. <laughs> I'm not ashamed to admit I... <laughs> Have been known to dance to reach. I'm actually quite like S Club Seven. But <laughs> you're like all of them. There's always a bunch. Well, I mean, obviously their Christmas one was the best one. Mm. Everybody's got something to have to hear. Ah. That's seven. But that's a side note. But if somebody did that, I just think it's just pure lick. It's just like, look at me. I'm so selfless. I got yeah. something that we can all enjoy. Go team. Just like, no, fuck off. I like, what's the deal like your man Russell brings a pillow I brought it all over the world with me so it's so special you're in Wales relax it's fucking Wales man you're in Wales <laughs> now if you are getting your bloody <laughs> don't worry, like I need it to keep you occupied for three weeks let's not like <laughs> oh, Jesus when I think about it as well you know Vernon with his blanket from his couch that he watches television with his family do you know that I really feel like that's Vernon trying to say to like uh, the viewer, hey guys, I'm just like you. I watch TV on my couch with my family too. Well, that's her. Your one with her, her dressing gown. Bring, like like you said, she could have got hey, get us a nice fluffy dressing gown. Oh, bring me, oh, bring me no, and me, me old dressing gown and a cup of tea because they know the owl ones are sitting in ten year old dressing gowns, yeah. drinking cups. You're on the money, Emma. It's just gone. I'm just like you, but I'm vastly wealthier. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> But I, I reckon she, I reckon she is like that. I, re- but I reckon Vernon's trying to ham it up. I do reckon she would be sitting in her dressing gown, just like 
50 fags. I'm amazed. I'm amazed that Bev didn't ask for a Black and Decker to sort out her face while she's in there because in fairness, it's melting <laughs> no. clean off her skull. Um, There'll be nothing stop there by the time... What? I, I, she didn't get plastic surgery? Is that what you're suggesting? Ah, uh, no. I think she looks great. We move on to tomorrow night's challenge, which is Fort Locks trial. That is it. Mo was doing it. Jordan was delighted it wasn't him. Mo seemed to be delighted that he was doing it. And I think everyone else in the camp was delighted that it wasn't Jordan for once. How do we think he's going to get on? You can only assume he'll do well. Can't you really? Like, geez, if he didn't do well, it'd be, you know, like he's not yeah. a singer or a dancer. He's, a, you know, a, a long-term athlete. You'd hope he'd pull it together. Like, and yeah. It's not a challenge that requires a lot of a lot of athleticism, though. He's just shoving his hands into things and hoping not to get scared, you know? Aren't we all in the way? <laughs> I know. I knew. I was leaving that up there forever. Go on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he'll do really badly, but I don't think he'll do really well. Well, do you know what it is about athletes? Any of these people that are really good at one particular thing that they excel in, they don't tend to be well-rounded people. So he's a fantastic athlete, athlete, but like, could he make a good sandwich? We don't know. Like, he'll have, he'll have <laughs> Why areas. running, he, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, but he'll have areas where he he's just, he's totally crap at it. Like, could he pack a shop bag in little at speed? Probably not. No. Unless it's it's his actual strong suit. You never know. You'd assume that he would be good, but maybe he won't be. We shall have to wait and see. Emma Doran, Tom O'Mahony, thank you so much for your time. It was absolutely great having you. Well, that's about it for us. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast. And you can catch up on the full series so far of I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here on the Virgin Media Player. We're back tomorrow for another deep dive into all things I'm a Celebrity. So until then, for me, Fanula J, I'll chat to you on the next Hooked On I'm a Celeb. This is a Virgin Media Originals podcast series. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.